Welcome, listeners, to the first recording of 2024 for the Full Send Rejects. We're kicking it off this year with Billy and in his piece on H.H. Holmes. I'll be discussing a cold case that was eventually solved, and Rose talk about Capri Sun season, I mean Capricorn season. Told you I do it on purpose. <laughs> However, hey. who changed this? However, as always do, dot, dot, dot. Let's first kick things off with pre-topic banter. Don't look at me. Remember I told you? I didn't put dot, dot, dot. I did break it up because it didn't make no sense. It made sense to me. I read the intro. (laughs) Those are your words. However, as we, however, as we, or however. Yeah, see, you're saying weeks. I put we there before. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Well, it made sense to me. (laughs) All right. I don't go into your. This year, I have yet to go into your write-ups and change anything, okay? <laughs> this year. Yeah, this year, I have not done that. We are kicking 2024 <laughs> off on a good note. In Rose's defense, she listens to it. That It was on my top podcast. Look at that, one of our 12 top listeners. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like to critique our own work. I like to critique me editing. Well, that includes our work. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so first, uh, New Year's, New New Year's recap here. Um, ours was pretty tame. Billy, how, how was yours? No. New Year, new me. <laughs> Hashtag New Year, new me. Hashtag New Year, new liver for Kodak. It's, it's, my liver's in great shape. I haven't drank. Oh, I have a beer. I have an alcohol in my hand. Before this drink. <laughs> I've had one beer per night since New Year's. Actually, we we both have made ourselves a nice little arrangement to where we are drinking less this year. Um, however, as of the last day of 2023, it got a little out of hand. <laughs> one of us Kodaks decided to post a Facebook post. For every every laugh react, he would take a shot. Are you saying he? You said one of the Kodaks, and I'm just assuming it's me. It was you. Uh, My whole news feed. It was Cole. It was Cole. <laughs> Elena. Aw, we do have a whole household of Kodak. <laughs> However, it was you, sir, because everybody's news feed was full of one Anthony Kodak. Yeah, that, that escalated quickly. Because, <laughs> like... I'm like, okay, there's 20-some here. Uh, I did the math in my head. Like, okay, I can do shots here. The, this time frame, I'll be good. And then because I was originally going to do a um, – because I, I was going to make like a personal thing for everybody does it. Because I thought, you know, this would be a nice way to end the year. Why not? Let's make some fun out of it. I posted the first video, and like seven people, starting with you, Billy, went back and right. like – Like the original post. So he went from like – what was it like? It was 22. It's like 30 some. Yeah. To where, the chaos. to where he grouped all of us who were in the household underneath one post and then it made his final midnight post. Yeah, that was the last one because anything past that was going to be lethal. Oh, but he decided so. to take more after that. Oh. You, know, you, were, you were delirious by then. After the ball dropped and we continued to play games, you were like, hey, who wants to do a shot? Oh, no. Okay, no. Okay, never mind. I remember that. Okay, yeah. So before everyone's like, holy shit, this is terrible. They were... That wasn't Kodak. That was the father. <laughs> the father came back for New Year's. It wasn't baby New Year's. It was father New Year's. So um, there weren't like full shots either. There were like... They're, they're diluted. 
Okay, they're they a mixed drink shot. They started diluted. They, yeah, they were diluted until about quarter to 11, 11 o'clock. No. Then, what do you mean, no? No. Until after the Pittsburgh game. And then you started doing regular shots. I was diluting them. You started taking regular shots. No. Motherfucker, mine better not have been diluted. Literally diluted it. Some of them. Not all of them. It got to a point where you're like, fuck it. I'm not that drunk. Let me take some shots. Yeah, I remember that. That was not the end of the Pittsburgh game. That was a little after that. The Pittsburgh game, you like died off for a couple hours. And then yeah, because my phone was, was um, really quick. I was streaming from my phone and casting onto the TV. That's why. Yeah, and then I was recording them on my phone, and then he posted a bunch of them back-to-back. Yeah, it was basically – I was doing the shots during the game. It was like every commercial, every other commercial, I went and did one of the shots. Oh, oh, the magic of film editing. But yeah. they were. It, I was kind of it, it kind of just became its own thing for that day. It was kind of it was kind of nice because like a lot of people had fun with it. People, you know, I, I made some nice ones out there and made fun of some other people. Um, yeah, the one about your mom. That one got a lot of attention. <laughs> yeah, right around there, I was having actual shots because uh, I was like, "You're gonna laugh at this one," and you're like, "What?" And I said it. You almost lost the phone. <laughs> I can't believe that I. Well, I thought I stopped recording, but I didn't. And I realized I start. I, I when I watched, like when I watched it back, I heard myself laughing and calling you a drunkasaur. <laughs> And, and then, because I, I didn't realize it until Billy comment, uh, commented, you drunk a or something. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, yeah. call him. And then I listened to it again. I'm like, oh, because I called him a drunk a well, That was a good time. I'm like, that's, my, that's, that's literally Listen. my code name for him. He's a drunk a That was the most wholesome drunken episodes anyone can ever see, okay? It was it was a nice climb, and then it escalated quickly. Oh yeah, because it got to a point where he was our, he was feeling tipsy to where he thought he was invincible, and when he was no longer diluting them with the sprite. He, oh yeah, it, it escalated he very straight, quickly because it was Pink Whitney, okay. And he was mixing it with Sprite, and then they were going, you know, they were progressing because he was going to do straight shots. It started off with Jim Peach, and then it went to Pink Whitney. Yeah, I did about the first six were Jim Peach before we left the house. And then it was Pink Whitney mixed with Sprite. Yeah. And then it was it was like 1030. And then you went to I went from I just did straight straight shots of yeah. Pink Whitney. That's what I'm saying. But the 1030 to midnight. Oh my god, I did a lot of shots in that time frame. <laughs> I'd like eight or nine. So the when I put in the the, the thing was a 30 shot Kodak. That's the shots you did for everybody on the live. I didn't do do it for every single person. I missed some. Yes, but you took more. Yeah. You posted 22 on Facebook. It was at a point I had to post for everyone concerned about me. I do have water. We're okay. Because yeah. <laughs> there was some – I was getting messages. I was like comments. People were sending me messages. Why are you letting him do this? He's going to end up with alcohol poisoning. And I'm like, come <laughs> on. We have a plan. It's not straight alcohol. Wasn't it you both that I said, listen, Rose is in charge of this. I'm in safe hands. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it was uh, yeah. straight shots. No, I wouldn't be doing straight shots. Babe. 
when you went to go do your first one and I'm like, you should, I'm like, I diluted it with Sprite and you're like, oh, good call. <laughs> well, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Listen, be, New Year's was, here. New Year's was a good time. Okay. That's all that matters. It definitely was a good time. We had, we had a good time. However, um, <laughs> we did record an episode without you, Billy. When you took your break. Uh, I'm aware. I don't know if you listened to it, but we had uh, expectations for... He doesn't listen to this. Well, he only... I mean... However... I did just say it. (laughs) um, The expectations for yourself for 2024 and the expectations that you have for the Fulson and Rejects for 2024. Or anything you just want to just have for 2024 in general. Yeah, I asked both questions I'm a fire cannon. Which means that, he's that's, rolling with it. No, he legitimately fire a cannon. We have been searching search, searching this out for So anyone listening can get a hold of a cannon or can tell us how to get a hold of an authentic cannon. Like, like the Civil War kind. Yeah, the, the kind you yell tally-ho as you fire. This can go... Yeah. But it's like, I'm a cannon. <laughs> we'll be very grateful... And you would make Billy's whole year. And if we can get this on sooner than later, Billy, you won't have to do anything else for the rest of the year. Next time the circus is in town, I'm going to say, listen, I do a local podcast. A couple weeks. <laughs> I need you to shoot one of my co-hosts out of this cannon. Um, actually, I think about now. <laughs> the cir- circus delay. I don't want to be shot out of the cannon. I just want to shoot the cannon. Okay, so I need you to allow one of my co-hosts to fire the cannon while we shoot another co-host out of the cannon. I'll launch, uh, yeah, I'll launch Kodak. Shit. Um, here's another option. No. <laughs> You're gonna say which Kodak? There's That's four. That's true. There's four. Yeah, there's four. Yeah. <laughs> Call Europe. We'll we'll just throw all of our names in a hat, and Billy will pick it out. <laughs> Alina, R.I.P. <laughs> that would be her. Yay! Ooh, got some distance on that one. You could probably shoot her like freaking ten feet in the air and land her on a pillow cushion, and she would probably think it was the best thing in the world. Yeah, she's reckless. I had to catch her from jumping off the couch last night. Yeah, she's insane. <laughs> Yay! So, besides a uh, fire cannon, do you have any other uh, expectations for twenty twenty four? For myself, no. <laughs> About for the podcast. What would you like to accomplish for the podcast this year? Oh, we're getting canceled. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. We, we we hope for more listeners and to broaden things. Yeah, but get, man, we're having some ideas of what they're like. We're getting fucking canceled we this were, year. We were looking for crossovers. You're like cancellation. If you think about it, you'll know we're big when we do get canceled. You're done. <laughs> That's true. Once we make it to canceled level, like we know we hit our peak. Billy wakes up every day looking for that eviction notice. <laughs> no, I, th- I don't think it's going to be me that does it. <laughs> Not me. Well, we have an idea. We did have an idea. Uh, Billy, you're about to hear about this idea just now because I forgot to tell you. <laughs> oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking uh, every Friday on our socials, post a thing where we can give feedback and uh, from our listeners, stuff they like to hear, suggestions they have, stuff like that. 
So shit, we've been doing already. Not we haven't we haven't made like a dedicated thing. Yeah, I just kind of do it. Well, yeah, shush. <laughs> yeah, but we're gonna expand on your idea, what you've been doing. Just I just want credit for the idea. <laughs> Fine, well, I'll give you ninety percent of the credit. How about that? I'll take it. Thank you. I'll take nine. <laughs> <laughs> No, just a way for our uh, listeners just to, you know, give ideas and whatnot, um, stuff they want to hear. All that Thanks. fun. More people get interested because they know what we're talking about. Damn right. Like, I'm working on the one because we had, like, one on the page where they wanted to hear about um, the fungus in The Last of Us. Yeah. And I started a write-up on that. I figured my uh, science degrees and my enjoy of Last of Us. That one on. Yeah, actually, well, I kind of got a suggestion for next week. What did you get? Well, it, it was my idea, but I, I put a survey of which one I should do. Uh, the, the 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 Stanford uh, prison experiment. Oh, that one, yeah. I'm looking forward. Oh, yeah, you told me this. I'm looking forward to it because um, I know just enough to be interested, but not enough to where it's 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 going to take me by surprise. I guarantee it. It's been a lot of non-asylum asylum slash prison from uh, Billy the Bat. Yeah. I know. I'm looking for a good one. I might have found one today, to be honest. Well, I might be getting some uh, some accounts here of uh, Eastern State Pen. So there might be something there. And I have the hookup for Gerardville history. There we go. Look at us. Thank you, Dave Willis. Got him on men. But um, as the year ended, so so did our fantasy football this year. I actually did it. You did beat Billy. I beat Billy. He he had to play in the last place game. (laughs) Wait, I won that. Does that mean I'm not last? That means you're second to last. But I beat you, and I was shitty. (laughs) You beat beat Ralphie. (laughs) You put Ralphie in last place. And then Shane, I had Shane, Joe Flacco and lost. Yeah, well, yeah, that happens. You know, I was so I was so happy going into work this uh, past Monday uh, or Tuesday because we because of uh, after the holiday, and I went to Andrew, who was one of the runner-ups yeah, for he was in the championship game, the championship game, and I was like, I said R.I.P. to first place, bro, and he's like, Yeah, he goes, whoever that guy was, I'm like, Yeah, you need my brother-in-law. Does, Who finished him almost the last last year? I was, I'm like, yeah, he went from like, you know, I'm like, he Ricky Bobby your ass. I think it tells us. Yeah. Um, I can look up in the history of it. Where? Because we do the, the dynasty, so you just keep your team every year. But I did one of those things. I'm like, well, he's my brother-in-law. We're family. So if he beats you, I beat you. Ha ha. In your face. And he's like, that's not how it works. And I'm like, don't tell me how the game plays. Yeah. But he was like, it was. I'm like, it wasn't even a close game. He beat him over like a hundred points. Yeah, it was. It was a bad time. It was bad. He's like, yeah, and, he beat the piss out of him. Oh yeah, because everybody was here. watching. Everybody wanted to see who won. But yeah, congrats to Shane on that. I'm trying to find it. Just glad Fields of Battle didn't win. Yeah, two hundred ten to one forty six. Yeah. And Andrew went in there as 
the leading person. Yeah. But I mean, I love Andrew. He's, he's one of my favorite employees. And I mean, either one of them would have been a good pick for me as long as it wasn't, um, whatchamacallit who was bitching. Oh yeah. I can't stand that guy constantly sending trades, bitching about everybody else. If he would have trades too. Oh man. He annoyed the fuck out of me. If he would have won, I would have just, I would have, I would have fucking lost my shit. Let's see, 2022, Shane, oh, God damn, what just Shane finished, where is he? Oh, he was in the loser's bracket last year, yeah, that's right. And you know what's shitty? He finished first, and he had Joe Burrow as his starting quarterback, and how many weeks was Joe last Burrow Last year, Shane finished second to last, he played the last place game, he, he was in uh, what Billy was in, same spot Billy's in right now, now he's in first, now he won it. Who was in last place? Last year? Wasn't me. <laughs> um let me go back. Uh no, uh he is he he's didn't he stopped playing after last year, uh Joe from California. Oh, so it's like I'm pretty sure I did terrible last year too. Who took his team this year? I think it was Andrew. No, Andrew took someone else's team. Was it Dave's or Maria's team? Blues took Dave's. Okay, so it may be a meant May have been Maria's team. Was Prescott his? Uh... Well, he ended the year with Kenny Pickett. Uh, wait, that might be able to tell me. Did someone trade? He told me he fucked up when he gave me Pickens. He Let's said I should have held on to that one. His quarterbacks were Kenny Pickett, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, which is still on the team. I'm trying to find somebody who he traded. Maria's team. Yeah, it was Maria's. Oh, this is Joe's. I'm looking right at it. It was oh. Joe's team. Oh, Maria. She she finished in third place last year. Her cousins, um, Austin. Yeah, Andrew took over Maria's team because uh, okay. there's Austin Eckler. He still has him, and AJ yeah, Brown and whatnot. That's what I thought. I knew. But she had Lamar. No, I'm trying to think who has who has Lamar this year. That should just tell me who took who took over that team. Let's see here. Go back. Go back. Go back, sir. No, no, they they killed me a couple weeks ago. Oh, Ralphie, the guy who you beat in the last place game. See, it doesn't pay to have Lamar as your quarterback. You end up at the bottom of the toilet. I joke for someone who knows football. Ha, 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 ha. But, um, <laughs> Mr. I took a shit in the middle of the game. <laughs> he won? He, he did one? He's like, oh, shit, I don't think that chicken was fried all the way. M- MV- oh. MVS, <laughs> more viable shit. There it is. That, that's the... New year, new cancellation. New year, new cancellation. Speaking of well, cancellation, yeah, before we get canceled here, um, we do end this regular season football with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. The worst team versus the best team. Hey, the Ravens aren't the worst. All right, there's there's some other <laughs> teams out there. Actually, the Ravens have the best standings across the board. I hate to say it. I goddamn can't, However, can't stand them. I hope they lose. I did see a graph today of how quarterbacks are doing the past two weeks. And Mason, like Lamar Jackson is like here. And for uh, Bill, I know you can't see me. My hand's up high. And Mason Rudolph is just a little bit higher. How would it feel to lose to Mason Rudolph this weekend? In, Mason, the, middle, in the middle of a snowstorm. Big dick Mason. Big dick Mason. 
Rude. Not bad because it's backups. Fat. Yeah, but what? Because you realize if Pittsburgh gets that seventh seed and wins an actual playoff game, they're coming to Baltimore again. I doubt it. I doubt they get out of week one. <laughs> Me too, but there there is a scenario. Actually, no, no, I I, do, I don't doubt it. I'm, I'm they're going. To, they're, he's the new Nick Foles. I hope it's a close game and we win by fucking a field goal. I hope Boswell comes in there and kicks it and it's fucking good. I hope it comes down to a Justin Tugger like plus fifty yarder and he misses it <laughs> <laughs> because the snow is too heavy and you can't see. Is what snow in Baltimore? Listen, we're supposed to get a giant nor'easter across all of the nor'eastern states. I, I yeah, don't... down in Philly, it's supposed to be about an inch. Yeah, the more south it gets, it's going. Yeah, it's just get like rainy down there. Okay, that's good thing it. we're not playing in Pittsburgh because hopefully it's yeah, that's not my as point, bad. Because you're saying it's supposed to snow, it's like no, it's not. Okay, but you don't know. I know. Do you? Yeah, I have a hookup. I have, I have the weather plug. Yeah, the weather plug. Yeah. <laughs> so how many inches are we getting? Oh, you know, there's going to be a few uh, softer inches. And then, you know, once it gets up there, it gets going. It's going to, you know, heart, heart pounding of weather coming down. And be a few more inches. Before the final finale of a giant. Yeah, that's where it gets get very moist and wet and heavy. Yeah. All right. We're getting canceled again. <laughs> we're, what? we're describing weather. <laughs> we would God. be terrible meteorologists. <laughs> That's why we're not newscasters. Oh man, I would expect a large northeastern coming my way soon. That's why I call my almost cut testicles northern easter. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, thanks to one post that one Billy the Bat made, it was a memory. He was a memory. It was a memory. Well, why do you hate me? Questionnaire. Thanks for the. Should there- it was why it was are you mad at me? Yeah. Yeah, why are you mad at me? Well, I changed it up because you ask me this at least two times a month. Why do you hate me or do you hate me? Should this be an episode? I think we should just do like a, a like put like a, another weekly thing out there, bring someone for like 20 30 minutes and just see why they hate us. I think it should be where uh the Jesuskis are over here, we drink a bottle of wine. Talk about why people hate us. I want to bring some people. We bring them on <laughs> and let's just let's fight. Me and Billy talk about that all turn, the time. <laughs> turn it, turn into a debate and just slowly just turn on everyone. See, if people start stating their opinions on why they think other people hate them and they explain why they don't hate them, but they think they do. All right, I'm with Billy now. It might not be high, but now you're fucking with my head. <laughs> yeah, it hurts, right? But do you understand what I'm saying? If you tell them they hate us, if but you tell say, them why, why do they I don't hate, hate you, you but put, tell them they hate you. I ask you all the time, do you hate me? Why do you hate me? And you say, I don't hate you. I love you. And then tell me all the reasons why you love me. And I'm like, oh, I was being silly. Vice versa. So we have a whole entire powwow of why we love each other when the other person thinks I don't want to do that you. shit. You Or Rose hates you because you're silly. He asked me a lot why he hates me, why I hate him. He goes, why do you hate me? Usually I'm under the influence of uh, certain uh, liquids. Like 30 uh, shots. haven't asked me in a while. <laughs> Probably not since New Year's. <laughs> no, New Year's. 
Your conversations with me on New Year's was crazy. Like what? You remember I told you about it? We do this. <laughs> he We're was... playing heads up. Not heads up. We were playing... Um... Seven up? No. Headbands? Something like headbands. Yeah, yeah, it's heads up. That's what the game's called, isn't it? That's what Nicole said. She's like, hey, let's go play heads up. Right? Yes, no? Is it called heads up? No, I'm fucked. Yeah, she always... Yeah, it's right there. Head, heads up. Oh. Jeez. Wow. A Anyways, we were playing the game on Nicole's iPad, and <laughs> there we were playing... Um, the word she had to guess was dog. Anthony in front of my brother, his girlfriend... Who, who we just met. Just met that night. <laughs> And her sister. My sister. And Anthony, after 20-something shots, decides this in full motion. We do this. We do this in motions doggy style. And, of of course, me, I'm like, ooh, doggy style. And my sister and my brother are just stuck. They're looking at each other like, this is more information than we needed to know. But this is but Anthony's so drunk he's still stuck in the doggy style motion. Style for like three consecutive minutes. I did it longer than I usually can. And <laughs> we're on to the next thing, and Anthony's still in there thrusting, air thrusting, hand motions like he's grabbing onto some visible ash cheeks, just thrusting. And we're, we're on to the next subject, but. His, his delay sensor was so bad. He was oh. lagging. Okay. <laughs> and we had no choice but to laugh at him because we didn't know what else to do. We couldn't go on to the next category because he was, <laughs> he was stuck. In the Good for you, Anthony. Good for you. Listen, well, so you know you're fucked up when you go into your <laughs> wife's family's house and explain to them what they what you do to her. What sexual position? <laughs> but that wasn't the first time he did it either. What? No. That well, night? Yes. What do you mean? Because I still remember things at that point. No. What else did I do before that? What did I do? When we were, you were doing music trivia for 90s. Yeah, this is after the headbands. Heads up. Yes, and genuine pony comes on. Oh, okay. Well, you said it was before. What did you say? Ride it, my pony. You said, yeah, your sister's my pony. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! You don't remember that? Oh my god! Tomorrow, calling you pony at the office. (laughs) Oh, where's my phone? Change your name. Okay, and then no, <laughs> and then um, so I, a lot of the viewers don't know is that my sister and Anthony have this thing going between the two of them where nipples are involved. And for Christmas, Anthony got this giant nipple, like a giant boob pillow with a giant nipple and a stress ball titty, and it's constantly the butt of their joke, which is funny because butt. Um, but every time there's a comment made, Anthony talks about his nipples. And it's just 
the other day, there was a song that came on, a 90s throwback sex song, and you just picked up your shirt, and you were, like, doing this <laughs> to Nicole, and you were like, yeah, remind you of your Christmas present. For those who don't know, Anthony took an imprint of his nipple, and of both of his nipples, and gave it to Nicole as a Christmas present. That's amazing. <laughs> Which is funny, because they both gave each other titties for Christmas. As they do. I just, it's one of those things that you just, you have to appreciate and not think it's weird. It's an odd family dynamic. But Anthony was pretty trashed and he was talking about how he rides me like a pony. Yeet. And I was waiting for you to say bye-bye, little Sebastian. Bye-bye, little Sebastian. I'll miss you in the satisfaction. <laughs> Parks and Recs, uh, a little, uh, yeah, Park and Recs that moving on. <laughs> a little tribute, RIP, little Sebastian. However, I fell in the pit. Okay, sh- you however, fell in I do the think pit. why you hate I'm not high enough for you guys. We all fell in the pit. We, we haven't had human hair interaction in a long time. I've also, as we said before, have really slowed on i probably cut down my drink about 85 percent. so i'm a lot more active right now both of us have had stopped i haven't had a beer since alina's birthday party and hey new year's we haven't had shots or drinks in quite a while we did shots tonight well that's what i'm saying before tonight i had a bad day at work but outside of that yes did i have a shot yesterday we went to work. We went to work. We went to the gym. I had a shot yesterday. The day We've before. been cooking and cleaning and being adults for the new year. I cook and I clean. Now, now you know how I got this ring. Okay. He gave me a ring. That's <laughs> uh, right. Because I, you know, love you more. And, you know, thought I gave you a ring because you were complaining how cold your finger was. Yeah, you gave me a ring to shut As you should have. You happy. <laughs> I gave you two lifelong commitments, all right? A you rain and a baby inside of you, okay? You're welcome. You put the baby in me first. <laughs> exactly. I pause it down. <laughs> it was the gender reveal that you proposed. Exactly. He's like, oh, shit, I put a baby in her. Oh, wait, I did this Be- backwards. Let me hurry up and catch up. Before I bought the ring, I provided the tip. Oh, my God. You fixed it. Where are you going? <laughs> Oh my God! Anyways, we have to stop our. Stop yelling! You're gonna wake up the child. You (laughs) worst. I'm not cutting that part out. (laughs) Oh God damn! Oh my God, Anthony! (laughs) (laughs) So So also for Christmas, I got an Alexa, right? Oh no. And a little Darth Vader thing to put the Alexa in. Well, I found out that you can make automatic things happen for the Alexa. <laughs> so <laughs> the other day, I hear, what the fight? She's yelling from the bathroom. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I thought that Cole put that spider somewhere and she found him blaming it on me. No, because I forgot that on my app for the Alexa, I put an automatic thing between six and ten, at least once per hour. When someone goes in there, it will let out a lar- loud fart. <laughs> it's censored. <laughs> it 
knows when you're coming and it lets one rip. And it scared the shit out of her. I just went in there now and all of a sudden it goes. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Now it's. So good. I can't wait to come up. Oh, I have some special plan for that. So, and he also set one for 7.30, so when Cole's in there getting ready... It says Cole is a noob. <laughs> because Cole has a crush on a girl that's in a higher grade than her than him, and every morning he's in there putting his Adidas cologne on, his 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 freaking swagger deodorant. He's yeah, in gotta keep it fresh. Oh, man, he's in there. He... He's like such a skater boy. He puts on a shirt with a flannel over it, with the skinny khaki oh and his God. vans. <laughs> like every day, I've noticed that he's no longer looking like a bum. He's going to school. He's doing his hair. He's really brushing his teeth. And I'm I'm sitting there paying attention. And I'm like asking him like, Listen, what? When you're trying to get that first kiss, you, you'll stop being a scumbag. Is this girl? See how I dropped off after. Yeah. Dates. Wow. You you came to me on your first date wearing a sloth t-shirt and jeans, steeler shirt. You had a half-shaved underneck, and your clothes smelled like they were in the washer for three days. All of that but the last part was true. Your shirt smelled <laughs> in the washer for a few days. However, I did just learn that I can change Alexa's voice to Darth Vader. Which Fun fact, he has a Darth Vader head. We just talked about this. Okay. I was in the bathroom at that point. Just saying. I'd explain why I was laughing. Okay. But we, uh, yeah, our our bathroom is slowly transforming into a Star Wars bathroom. Okay. Oh, good. However, so, um, are we going to get to Triple H yeah. here? Triple H. Part part three of tri- the last H of Triple H. Come on, Billy. The, the, five, <laughs> the, the Helmsley. Get your shit together. Let's this go. probably the longest <laughs> Panther. No, we have we had, we had one that was uh, forty some minutes. Okay, good. Oh yeah, we've gone longer. We have uh, we usually have like eleven or twelve pages, and we have less than that. So okay. we're good. Uh, we're they'll good. make up for it. And you know they don't like you. I'll turn number feedback Friday. Fuck them. New year, different parts from last year. You know, I was gonna say fuck them, but uh, good on you, Billy. <laughs> Where to be bold? <laughs> and as always. Fuck Bold and clothes, just like my mother. Bold and... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this escalated. You know what also escalated? Escalators. Do you know what escalated? Um, never mind. Go ahead. Eels. I will say, come on, no eels news. Escalators. Come on, escalators. Eels. Come on, Billy. I'm telling Mr. Rub. Give us a pedigree. Sorry, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Patrick to finish over there. <laughs> Eels. Eels. All right. Cares, We're buddy? back for the third. God damn it, Cody. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> this is Patrick. Okay, now I'm done. All right, we're back for the third and final installment of my Triple H adventure. Today we're going to take this show on the road. Um, I'll get to explain how Peitzel plays an even larger role than just a stooge. Um, We'll find out what brought the game back to Philly, and it wasn't WrestleMania 40 this time. (laughs) I thought the game was from, like, Atlanta. 
WrestleMania 40s in Philly this year. Yeah, get the joke. Yeah, but isn't the game from Atlanta? Where's the game? The rapper? Brought the game. <laughs> God damn it. Different game. Oh, I'm sorry. You said the game. I was confused. We're thinking about white things. I think of white things. Like you. I'm ivory, thank you. Yeah, you're so ivory. Pastel, maybe? Hey, translucent? Right. Shut up. My father's translucent. <laughs> I'm a ghost. A ghost. <laughs> Anyways. Following the execution of Minnie and Annie, and hopefully icing his peep afterwards, uh, Holmes would visit Peitzel's wife with a bounty of dresses and gifts that he claimed were left at the hotel, but in reality, the dresses probably wouldn't fit, you know, on the skeleton that he had for other people. Uh, Holmes was basically just clearing out his dead people gallery so he could hit the road. Um, now holding the deed to the Fort Worth property, H.H. was on his way to start his Murder Castle franchise. The two would also begin a new scheme that would seemingly benefit everyone, including Peitzel's family. Oh, what happened the- to me? Oh, shut the fuck up. I apologize for him. <laughs> Do you, though? He hasn't had alcohol in a few days, so yes. I had a light beer last night. A light beer. Yes, go ahead. Proceed, please. Uh, the new plan was pretty simple. Uh, an insurance policy would be taken out on Peitzel, where the two would split the payout. To avoid any kind of fuck-up, the two had agreed to stage a death using a likely dug-up cadaver. Uh, the plan was to have an accident that would disfigure the corpse beyond all recognition. Dental records didn't help worth the shit back then because it was, you know, the 1890s. Uh, nope. The plan was... Huh? Nothing helped back then. Oh, no. It's just around the time, like, forensics are starting to be a thing. They're like, oh, still- a murder! Let's take 20 years to solve it. My mom had an accident once. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> once? Oh, yeah, Brianna. <laughs> Katie. Oh. I thought Katie was planned. I think Katie was a planned one. (laughs) Well, this plan was to have Pisces start a few career as an investigator in St. Louis. Don't tell me I can't segue, son of a bitch. (laughs) Hey, very well done. Five stars. Five stars. (laughs) Uh, He would then move his entire family to St. Louis and wait for a new life to begin. Katie was planned, but he was disappointed because she wasn't a boy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let him tell his story. <laughs> the worst. Uh, ever the busy men. <laughs> <laughs> ever the busy men, the Generation X traveled to the new property down in Texas. The two would quickly get in trouble in Fort Worth, this time for trying to steal a horse. <laughs> Uh, no real reason why they tried to steal a horse. Just got a new thrill, I guess. Well, they went to go buy one, but the owner said, Nay! Shut the fuck up. Dude. God damn it. <laughs> Just ignore him the rest of the segment. Uh, the two were immediately identified, but they managed to escape under the cover of the night with the new castle partially built. Uh, the two would go missing for a few months until Holmes showed up in police custody in St. Louis. 
this would surprisingly be the first actual arrest for Holmes, and it's not for the Hotel of Death back in Illinois. Uh, Holmes would get an ad for pharmacy fraud, which is basically old-school credit card fraud. He would buy items on credit using a fake name in the area pharmacy and resell them before the bill was paid. You know, easy shit. Uh, the authorities could see right through him and took him in. I don't know if Holmes is slipping up or if people in Chicago were just that gullible and dumb. Damn, if he was alive now, he'd just go be a doctor and do the same thing. You know what? This Actually, now that we're listening through all the uh, different parts of H.H. Holmes, it reminds me of uh, when I did our local serial killer, uh, Hugo Selinski, yet he wasn't as clever, but it seems like he... He didn't have a castle. He didn't have a castle. He had a house in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> But it seemed like ah, Kane Castle, uh, uh, tomato, tomato. But he seemed like he tried to copycat in a way, but didn't have the uh, the brains to do so. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, while awaiting bail, Triple H would strike up a conversation with an outlaw named Marion Hedgepeth, who was also known as the Handsome Bandit. Yeah. Holmes would begin bragging to the outlaw about his crimes, trying to impress him. Um, after telling him of his newest insurance fraud, he asked the handsome bandit if he knew of any crooked lawyers who could file the paperwork for him. After agreeing to pay 500 bucks, Hedgepeth pointed him in the direction of a young lawyer named Jephthah Howe. As soon as the deal was done, Holmes and Peitzel um, traveled to Philly on July 29th of 1894. How do they do it? Uh, two months after leaving St. Louis uh, Benjamin Peitzel was found dead inside his rented patent shop in Philadelphia following an explosion or was he? He was Uh, Holmes had chloroformed him as he does then staged the explosion to render the corpse unrecognizable however the explosion did do a damn thing as Peitzel's face was still very well intact Huh. Uh, he also stunk of chloroform and likely booze, which honestly sounds like me uh, on Christmas. <laughs> You're doing chloroform on Christmas? Huh? Good for you. <laughs> hey, I'm just changing it up a little. Yo, CH. I wonder what it's like. Uh, the game, not one to wait, traveled to Peitzel's home in St. Louis and arrived the same day the family had got the announcement of Benjamin's death. Peitzel's wife was also in on the plan, however, the kids were not, and they really believed their dad was dead. Holmes told Ben's wife not to clue, in, clue the kids in on the plan, even saying to let them think their father's dead. When he's not dead, it will be a happy surprise. What a prick. That's fucked, bro. You know, that struck, that, that struck a little uh, childhood memory of me. Okay. Oof, yeah, he's a prick. I knocked the Son! Hey, you were told I'm dead, but here I am. I this won't scar you further. I got, I got a pack of smokes and some milks. Use. We got some menthols. <laughs> I got Pop-Tarts. <laughs> the good kinds, too. Don't ask me how I know which one's your favorite. <laughs> I've been peeping through your window. Oh. Doggy style. Just because he's from the South. Shut up. Let him go ahead and read the story. (laughs) After letting the children grieve they're not dead, but definitely dead dad, 
He informed the family that he needed one of them to come with him to identify the corpse so he could take out the insurance claim with no questions asked. Rip. Well, this is a plan. Babe, he wasn't actually fake dead. So I'm he's sorry. dead dead. I'm sorry. He, he, was, he was real dead. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. So now the daughter is going to identify her very dead dad's body. I'm sorry. There's no packs of smokes or milk coming for you. <laughs> well, time scheduling our therapy session. <laughs> At least he didn't run off. He's just dead. Well, ain't that just a slap to my face? (laughs) I do what I can. (laughs) Tonight's episode of Cirrhosis is sponsored by Billy. You're welcome. (laughs) Tonight's episode is sponsored by False Hope. Uh, Holmes had suggested taking Peitzel's eldest daughter because of who he is as a person, but he also didn't believe Carrie Ann, Ben's wife, would be able to act convincingly when she saw the body of her not-dead but totally-dead husband. Likely this is because, again, she believed it was just a fake body and the whole plan would go up in flames if she actually saw the body. In all reality, Holmes was running yet another scheme on the Peitzels. I really... Hope that they had like a pretzel factory or something. Pretzels, pretzels. I can't stop thinking about it. Nah, he was just a drunk and kind of Holmes's stooge. No, he just tied him up in a pretzel. I was gonna say they're all in a twist. Oh my! He did get injected with gold flakes once, though. No, but I, I, there, that, that's how we got how where we are today. It was Annie a or a Pillsbury. This is where Annie Ann's got started. The flaky thing. Let him finish his story, please. After Ben's daughter identified the body in Philadelphia, Holmes would leave her there. Holmes would leave her there and return back to St. Louis to inform Carrie that investigators were on their trail. He would also need to borrow the rest of her kids because they'll be looking for a woman with five kids while searching for Ben's wife. <laughs> I just need to temporarily borrow your children. Oh, he's totally like unraveling at this point. Oh, my God. Uh, Holmes would take two more of the children back to Philadelphia, where he would meet back up with Alice. The three would travel town to town, staying in places under fake name, under another fake name of Holmes. Occasionally, he would declare the kids were his, and other times he would just say that he was their uncle who smelled kind of like chloroform. (laughs) (laughs) See, I wrote this a while ago, so the jokes still make me laugh a little. How's that dad treating you? <laughs> oh, um, I smoked a bowl, too. <laughs> oh, very nice, very nice. Okay. And Within so- the last five minutes. <laughs> okay. So that little pause that you uh, po- you uh, muted your thing. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, you that makes it. sense. Okay. Cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the whole time he was carting her kids about, Holmes was stringing Carrie along for the insurance money. I'm not sure if he had it already, but there wasn't any intent to pay the Peitzels what he owed them. What? Yeah, can you believe this guy? What a dick. (laughs) Up until now, I'm like, you know, he's a decent guy. But now. (laughs) Until now. This crosses the line. He built a murder castle, but this. He ain't paying back to the Pretzel Empire. He He built a murder castle, but, oh my God, insurance fraud? 
Oh. Listen, I can get past that one time where he was like playing with himself while like two people were cornered behind a wall. <laughs> that okay, you know, everyone has their thing, but this uh the not dead dad. Yeah. But dead dad. But totally dead, children. not dead dad. Yeah. yeah. Just borrowing kids for a scam. Oh. There's your line in the sand. <laughs> Don't worry, it works out. You think you know somebody. But wait, it gets worse. Does it get worse? It does get worse. Yes, it's go- Okay, I'm invested. Okay, I'll shut up now. <laughs> uh, Holmes was beginning to lose his shit around this time, trying to avoid Carrie while dealing with three kids who were basically miserable. Uh, they would write letters to their mother every day, but Holmes would never mail them, of course. The letters grew sadder and sadder as time went on, and winter began to set in. Holmes saw no point in buying the children jackets and winter clothing, even if he was always dressed to the nines. Holmes told the girls he was going to send their brother, the youngest, to live with his cousin, Minnie. Remember her? Oh, boy. You know, the, oh, boy. one of the girls in the vault that he was wanking it to. Yep. Oh. <laughs> oh. He sort of took... <laughs> hey, that's legal now. <laughs> hey, only on a steamboat willy. Oh, I think that's where it started, didn't it? Or was that silent? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was like 1920. Um, it was silent, but the the tr- was it the copyright that went out, but the trademark is still active. So important distinction. Ah, so we could still get to if so you can use the original artwork, but you can't like do other things with it. Like you can't just make him into like a whole different cartoon or put him on like a fucking t-shirt or something and try and like profit off of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, now we know. Yep. Uh, home sort of just took the boy. Uh, I got fucked up here. He took the boy to her when he took the boy to. Yeah, I fucked up here. He took the boy into the woods and killed him. Uh, oh. With surgical tools that oh. he specifically sharpened. Okay. Oh, so he he took time to specialize. I, at least he's a planner. He would then burn the body in the stove. He would burn the body in the stove. Uh, the sisters Nellie and Alice would follow shortly after Holmes. Um, which had uh, God damn it! Shortly after the sisters Nellie and Alice would follow. Um, after Holmes convinced them to crawl into a trunk that conveniently had been uh, fitted with a gas line. I really fucked up here. Holy shit. Yeah, Breezy was like, holy shit. <laughs> but yeah, he convinced the girls to get into a trunk that is fitted with a gas line conveniently. So he's German. He said both the girls had died within minutes of asphyxiation due to Stop reading. Rose is like, I'm just so trying so hard to get through this. Well, you're jumping so far, and I'm actually paying attention. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yes, both girls died within minutes due to asphyxiation from the gas. Uh, Holmes would rent another house and bury the two girls using a shovel he borrowed from the neighbor. Um, he would then later confess that he actually did kill the Pitzel kids. Oh, now I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I didn't kill those girls. That's not my shovel. I'm just kidding. I actually did. <laughs> Unbeknownst to Holmes, he began being tracked by the Pinkerton Detective Agency, who, if you know your Pennsylvania, also took down the Molly Maguires. Hmm. 
Also, if you play Red Dead Redemption 2, they're a prominent, prominent group in there. Dude, they did a lot of shit. They're not great. They're not great. Uh, the detectives were searching for HH following a tip they got from a prisoner back in St. Louis named Marion Hedgepeth, the handsome fucking bandit. Beautiful. Marion had seen the death announcement for Peitzel, and after realizing Holmes had ripped him off of his 500 bucks, called the guard over and spilled the beans about Holmes's whole plan. The guard would then tell a judge, uh, would then tell a judge the news, who would then contact the detective agency. Holmes was arrested for insurance for on November 17th, 1894 in Boston. Fucking Boston. Boston. While Holmes was in prison, Carrie Peitzel was finally able to track him down and hopefully find her children. The game would keep up his ruse and tell her that, of course, the, uh, Ben was still alive. He had the children and they were likely in South America or Florida. When the bodies were discovered soon after, Holmes would blame his imaginary cousin Minnie and a random accomplice named Hatch for their deaths. Oh, we're Florida now. Oh, oh boy, we are fake. Oh, we committed murder. Oh, imaginary. Oh, like in the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Come inside. It's a murder house. Oh. If Disney cancels us, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> right before our honeymoon, I'm going to be real pissed. All tickets are full price. I'm going down there just to see about Willie. I'm going to get drunk with Goofy. Oh, we're going to get Goofy. We're going to get Goofy now. We're going to spend $600 fucking Epcot. Oh, that reminded me of a joke. Shut up. I'm finished the story, damn it. <laughs> Obviously, with the three bodies discovered, police had probable cause to search the murder castle in Chicago. Investigators would find all of Triple H's toys, however, very minimal evidence of actual murder, even though in any other circumstances it wouldn't be minimal. There was no fucking DNA. Oh. Uh, police did find a human bone, remains of a child, Possibly one of the ones that he chloroformed to death. Um, a burnt watch and a dress button, likely from Minnie Williams. Oh. And a piece of hair in the chimney flue. Oh. I guess they didn't deem this strong evidence because, again, he was a doctor. Uh, even with all of this not evidence, Holmes was only put on trial for the murder of Peitzel in Philadelphia in October of 1895. Well, Philly takes our Peitzel seriously, all right? And he ain't fucking around. But if that's the only okay, not finished. Holmes was quickly found guilty and sentenced to death. While he wasn't formally charged, it was to be assumed that Holmes had also killed the three Peisel children. Um, while waiting on death row, Holmes would confess to 27 murders spanning Chicago, Toronto, and Indianapolis. He would also admit to six attempted murders. These numbers were more than likely very light, considering the hotel that was designed for murder. These confessions were also taken with a very, very large grain of salt because some of them were, some of the people were still very much alive. Huh. What a hoodwinker. <laughs> this fucking guy. He's such a prick. Everything's a lie. On May 7th, 1896, Herman Webster Mudgett would make his final walk to the gallows. 
Spectators noted that Holmes did not show any signs of anxiety or nervousness while approaching the rope. He probably should have been slightly concerned because when the floor dropped from the gallows, Holmes's neck didn't snap like it was supposed to. He would literally be choked to death from the rope. Good. And his body would twitch for over 15 minutes. And this couldn't have happened to a nicer guy, really. Honestly. Yeah. I would have agreed with you until he tried to borrow children. <laughs> hey, he took care of it. $500. Uh, Holmes would request, request that his grave be dug 10 feet deep for the fear of grave robbers who would want to dissect his body. Likely, this was just because he knows what kind of sick shit grave robbers actually do to the bodies. That's what he's worried about. The shit he did, but that's what he's worried about. Okay. I mean, he's an expert in the field. Yeah. Although Holmes only confessed to 27 murders, experts believe he may have killed somewhere between 150 to 200, usually young women. It could be a sign of the times, but crime seemed really fucking easy in the late 1800s, uh, even though it was the beginning of forensic evidence. Triple H was able to swindle his way into being able to build his own castle of death by thievery and deception, all while selling his skeletons and corpses to local universities and hospitals, but it took the death of his stooge to bring his empire to the ground. Here's to you, H.H. Holmes, and God damn it, here's to you, Paps. Congrats on your blue ribbon. Cheers! <laughs> this guy was fucked. Yeah, this guy is a total dick. There's so many people we cover. And He's definitely up there some of the worst. Well, yeah, but they do all these mass crazy murders, but it's always the dumbest things that get them caught. Well, they had two uh, He got in St. Louis for um, trying to steal that horse. Yeah, but then they do the dumbest things. It's so stupid. Onwards. Can I hear my joke? What's your joke? Okay, so Mickey is in court trying to get divorced from Minnie, right? Oh, God. And <laughs> Just like they're saying she's crazy, and Mickey says, No, I'm saying she's fucking goofy. <laughs> I've heard that one before. Yeah, it's not an original piece, but it's still a good one. <laughs> oh, good. My part's done. I can go back to smoking. <laughs> yeah, okay. now you can laugh at everything he says. I usually do. Yeah, well, we'll see. While you're reading, would you like us to make one? I'm already aware it gets worse. There you go. So I am doing, um, for today, I'm doing a piece on Shauna Howe. Um, I was going to start this year off with Operation Hades, which is the American use of Agent Orange in the Vietnam War. However, I am working on getting a first-hand account on that subject. So in the meantime, I will be discussing this tragic case. Of what? Uh, Shauna Howe. Okay, so you can say Shauna Howe. Shauna Howe. But you can't say Shanna. Banana. It's don't Shanna. Shanna Banana. Is that say it right? Shanna? From Wellhouse. Yeah, see, there we go. So you can't say Shanna, but you can say Shauna. I said Shanna just now. What's her name? Shanna. I'll ask you five. Shanna. Damn it, now I'm fucked up. <laughs> Hey, Brian's with banana, damn it. No, Shanna, Shanna. No, I guess it does. Shanna, Brianna, the banana of Shanna. Yeah, okay. 
I'm going to ask him like 10 minutes from now. So Shauna Howe was an 11-year-old girl from Oil City, Pennsylvania, who was kidnapped on October 27, 1992, before being raped and murdered. Oh, not too much older than you. Well, I was younger. Um, No, you weren't. Yeah, you were. Yeah. (laughs) I was a lot younger. I I forget that I'm a lot older than you. So, yeah, we're starting off with a hard R. Um, <laughs> oh. Before anyone gets mad at me, though, um, I came across a story while watching Discovery Plus, which I get from Billy. So, Billy, it's your fault. Welcome. Wait, <laughs> you? You're blaming Billy for this hard R? Well, remember that previous episode we just called rape the hard R? Yeah. Yeah. But now you're blaming Billy for hard R's. No, I'm not, I'm not blaming him for hard R's. That's wrong, okay? It's not like he's out here in the castle with Minnie Mouse doing some weird shit. Don't pick them blame because I want to watch BattleBots. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, me, I, I just watched them the other day. Anyway, so around 8 p.m. on October 27th, Howe was walking home from a Halloween party with her Girl Scout troop where um, – Approximately two blocks away from her home, uh, or someone witnessed her abduction at the corner of West First Street and Reed Street, which, like I said, is approximately two blocks from her home. They didn't want to buy Thin Mints. Should have offered her a Samoas. Well, they apparently- I want to jump at the Samoas. Fuck yeah, I love those fucking things. Caramel and coconut. <laughs> Anyways. So, the witness, Dan Patton, was able to tell police the physical description of the abducted person. That's how they knew Ashana. And they also uh, gave the getaway vehicle, including the license plate. Ice cream truck. It was not an ice cream truck. It was a red vehicle. Oh, red ice cream truck. It was It was a car. Like a small car. Red ice cream sedan. <laughs> ice cream car. I'm pretty sure it was smaller than a sedan. I forget the actual like, make and model, but... um, Ice cream goop? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're... we're Close, yeah. Um, there was no ice cream signs. It was just a uh, just a regular car. Just bought a Cadillac. Throw some ice cream on that bitch. <laughs> We're gonna feel so bad for these jokes soon. I am never promoting this episode in this area. You literally interrupted every other sentence of Billy's episode. No, I waited till the paragraph was. I waited for the break between the paragraphs <laughs> no, you didn't. for about eighty percent of the time. <laughs> Oh, Minnie. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's different. Oh. No, you totally didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I did. You know what? Moving on. Two days later, investigators discovered Howe's gymnastic costume, which he was wearing to the Halloween party, near an abandoned railroad in a wooded area near Rockwood, a township not far from Oil City. Her stepfather would come and confirm that it was her costume. The following morning, uh, her body was found approximately 200 yards away from the costume with a candy wrapper and her shoes. I told you it was an ice cream. Um, it was determined that she was thrown alive from a moving car on a bridge and that she died from blunt force trauma um, as her head and chest hit a rock. So when you say there was a candy wrapper. Well, it's Halloween. So ice cream trucks sell candy. Ice cream and candy. <laughs> ice cream poops. There's Snickers candy. Just, 
there's 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 uh, Twix candy. There's Twix ice cream. Like there's a lot of candies that are not ice cream. Okay, you Move. can buy M M&M and M ice cream sandwiches. You gotta be more specific here. Moving apart, I need evidence. Moving apart from you know just what's going on right here. Why you guys go to an ice cream truck right away? Okay, first of all, you're talking about a rickety creek, rickety road. Was it a rocky road ice cream cone sold from the back of this car? Well, her body did rest in a dry, rocky creek bed. So, so it was rocky road. We're talking marshmallows and Reese's <laughs> with a little fudge ripple. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think Rose just wants ice cream. Listen, a slave makes it. That's so not helping. <laughs> That's not helping. Billy, your resolution is going to come true. Was that three now? For anybody who doesn't know. That you're apparently really desensitized to trauma. <laughs> you're just running with this. No, I'm just saying. Anybody who makes anything for you, it always tastes better than you make it yourself. <laughs> you go to Dunkin', they make your coffee better than you make it at home. You order a banana split, they make it better than you make it at home. So when somebody makes it, who you pay for it, there are slave bakers who make your things better than you can. They're professional. They're paid. It's not slavery. No, they get paid for it. Instead of a cot and sometimes food, they get a paycheck. That's what what makes it not slavery. It is what it is. Indentured servant. I call. (laughs) No. You can't take slave ice cream away from me. The old islands. I like my banana splits the way I like them. Crosby, look I at that jump. Oh, slave ice cream. Yeah, Billy. Um, I don't know if you have the pens on it all right now, but it is a it, 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 it's active. It's a feisty game. Remember when you were so mad that they were tied? In the no, first? I was tied because Boston scored in eighteen seconds, and then Penguins like, hey, <laughs> next. Seconds are two goals, and now it's six to five. Okay, I'm moving on. Despite the police, yeah, having, I have a bet on Jason. Yeah, despite the police having several suspects, the case will go cold. God damn it, will go cold for nearly a decade. In 2002, a DNA match led to a breakthrough in the case. Oil City resident James O'Brien um, <laughs> matched a semen sample found on Howe's body in test runs by the FBI. Yeah, I paused. I put made it. I was like, how did he mate semen? Yeah, I was very confused. (laughs) I was confused, too, because, yeah, clearly paused there. Um, At the time of the test, O'Brien was already serving a prison sentence in an attempt to kidnap of a woman in 1995. So it was kind of convenient to get him. Oh, 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 O'Brien. The semen, Matt. Works pretty much done for us, huh? The previous witness statements led to police believing his two brothers were responsible for the murder, especially due to the identification of the car. Now, the police never suspected James because they believed he was already locked up. Turns out, um, if only this had actually been their own spells, they would have known he wasn't there. This, uh, this probably got away with murdering a young girl because the local police could not get out their ashes and look at their own cells. Um, this was not discovered until um, a private detective came onto the case and just looked at records. That's all it took. So did he break out or what, what's going on here? He, he was arrested that like that day, but he was also released. Uh, 
and no one just decided like look and it was <laughs> 10 years later where this private detective came along and he was looking at records like um was he actually there because it says he wasn't there and then they went to go like look at old footage and now he, he yeah everything showed he was not there good 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 yeah so good job police uh, an apparent accomplice was Elger Ted Walker, who admitted to letting some uh, bad people into his home, uh, these brothers, uh, where they did some bad things. Um, the O'Brien brothers were still accused of being the accomplice, the accomplice people, the criminals, the perpetrators. There we go. Oh, oh, oh. Isn't that like a big name? Guilty. O'Brien's? Yeah, like, isn't that a big thing? Well, um... Spoiler alert, two of them are criminals. Yeah, I figured that. Uh, the trial would begin on September 2005 with Walker pleading guilty to kidnapping, third degree murder, and he agreed to testify against O'Brien and his brother. Texas Ranger. Walker testified that he grabbed. <laughs> they grabbed. Walker testified that he grabbed Ho and gave her to the O'Briens who waited in their car. He admitted that they took her to his house and that he heard how crying from what they did to her upstairs. This is not a time for <coughs> He said Walker. This is when it's getting worse. Yeah, this is the worst part. But wait. Listen. No, no, no. This is this is the worst part of this thing. So just composure. Why, why are you laughing? You're the one laughing. No, not. Dick. I'm as serious as a con. <laughs> Walker testified that he grabbed How and gave her to the O'Briens. Who? Why are you moving? You moving my screen? Oh, yeah. I heard you click. My screen. Moved. Me. All right, Shaggy. Okay, third time. Walker testified that he grabbed How and gave her to the O'Briens, who waited in their car. He made it that they took her to his house, and they heard How crying from what they did to her upstairs. However, he denied any involvement in their death. And, uh, yeah, this is where the uh, hard R happened. Ah. Yeah. Um, it, um, Ranger? See, the guess, the guess worst part. Yeah, this is this is the, the, the bad part. Um, apparently, th- this ha- occurred, like, throughout the entire night into the next day. Oof. Just constant, yeah, to this uh, poor 11-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was when that she wouldn't stop crying and complaining that they decided to uh, go toss her off the bridge from a moving vehicle. Oh. That's uh, that's a sudden jump. Yeah, that's that's the worst part. Um, How do you just? Well, I mean, they're fucked in the head already, but. How's your way of solving your problem? Just all right, chuck her out the van. Yeah, chuck her out the ice cream truck. From what I remember, uh, watching and like looking at the testimony and all that from um, I just forgot his name already. Um, Texas Walker, Ted Walker, oh, Ted Walker, Ted Walker. Find that she it was literally an all night endeavor between the the brothers and her. Um, she did not get any sleep. Um, if they were, for lack of better words, taking a break, would come down, have a drink, and then go back up and keep 
doing whatever they did to her. And then it was because she wouldn't stop crying. And keep, keep in mind, when I, like, it, it was the next day they decided to just, yeah. And, well, that's you know, not going to help. And there's some, um, what's the word, implications, the fact that her clothes were found 200 yards away. So she was most likely thrown in the car without her clothes and then still tossed just like that. You're not making this better. No, 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 I'm sorry. Um, that's where we end where it gets worse. It was supposed to get, like peak get worse a couple paragraphs ago. It's getting worse already. You're off script. Well, I, I said that, and then you know, you ever like have, like talk about something, and then like memories and thoughts come back. Oh yeah, that's how I have most of the info on fucking H H Holmes. You having a moment? You do, do we need a pause? No, we're okay. are you sure? Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm okay. Okay, I'm a little. You hate me. <laughs> she she went from laughing because because she she probably didn't see because I didn't type it in here. She didn't know what was about to happen, so she's having a moment, which is understand. It's that's a very tragic thing. If anyone went through something you know traumatic, anything remote to that could be a little little triggering. You okay? Yeah, we need to start putting trigger warnings on things, especially our own writing. Okay, so I'll no, no more bad things because um, this is we're moving on to the uh, the trial here. Thirteen years after the kidnapping, the brothers learned their fate after seventeen hours of jury deliberations. They were found guilty of second degree mur- murder, guilty of third degree mur- murder, guilty of involvement. Deviant sexual intercourse, guilty of kidnapping, and guilty of conspiracy to commit kidnapping. Now, the second degree murder carries a mandatory lifetime sentence without parole. Uh, second degree murder is categorized as murder that occurred during a felony crime, in this case, the kidnapping. And um, yeah. Um, however, the brothers were acquitted of first degree murder and rape. The jury did not believe that the murder was premediated, which is required in a first degree murder. And there was no full-on evidence that the rape occurred because there was no samples done. There's nothing of that. Um, However, the verdicts did bring an end to a 13-year murder case, which at the very least gave the family, uh, friends, and just the community in general, you know, an answer to what happened. Um. Following her murder, the Oil City Council did vote to prohibit nighttime trick-or-treating, and that ban would last 15 years, um, where it will be lifted in 2008. So that ends my uh, tragic little piece here of what happened to this poor girl. And it kind of had me think, because we were doing those interviews you know, late last year where it was just so happens I had this write up where for a missing kid in the state. Okay. Yeah, I just need a minute. You need a minute? Yeah, okay. Okay.
talking. Okay, we'll continue talking. I could do some cheery. Yeah, we make fun of shit, man. It's just like, oh, oh. Listen, I a I tried warning. B we should just expect this from me. Where I think I'm seriously just like desensitized like certain subjects. I'm at that point too. Or just just from my own like personal life, you know, from where I grew up, you know, all that stuff. To where it's just like easier for me to talk about. I don't know. Yeah, that's a question, my, that's a, that's a question for my therapist. <laughs> but why do you really just talk to me about shit? What's that? My therapist would usually just talk to me about shit. You're in therapy. My old therapist. I'm not talking about therapy anymore. Okay. Do I need to? Absolutely. I you know. I think everyone should just go to therapy. No, Chad Daniels said it's like an oil change for your brain. Dude, it is, especially when I went through. Um, so I first went through therapy. I mean, you remember I was first went through therapy, and they're like, "Hey, we have a specialized thing for trauma. You should try it." It was fucking fantastic. Was it ketamine? No, I wish. It's called uh, EMDR, which base it's they kind of it kind of like rewires your brain um, a lot. It's kind of like when she first told me about it. it it's kind of like hypnotism. Um, it's I forget what it stands for. Eye movement, directional something, and basically it teaches your brain like, okay, this shitty thing happened, but it's you don't have to react the way you do to it. It's like memory oh. replacement. Like, um, like, uh, I'll show you the example she gave me. Um, so she was, so I went to my first uh, appointment for it, and she was explaining to me a little more. She was doing the paperwork, and she was explaining me, you know, it takes this long, and I told her what I'm here for, and she's like, okay, this might take a little longer. Um, and then she's like, okay, we're gonna, I'm gonna show you an example today. I'm like, okay, cool. And she's like, I want to think of something that happened recently. It's not like devastating, but it's kind of upsetting. I'm like, okay, cool. And it was like not long before that I mean this one girl stopped talking. It was like anything, it was like a month of us hanging out, and whatnot. Um, so it wasn't like serious, but it was still kind of like a bummer. Right. And she started doing her thing and eventually came to this thing. Cause like you sit there, you watch your finger go a little bit, and you're in you just let your mind go, and then you tell her or him if your therapist is him. Um, and then they pick up on something, they go with it, and they keep doing it. And I came to this point where I started thinking about Josh. If everyone was listening, uh, Josh was a good friend of mine, big part of my life for a while. He was shot and killed, um, whatever. And then thank you for it, clarifying because I was confused as to which, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that Josh. Um, great. Why are you guy. thinking of that, Josh? <laughs> it, it just whatever what it's my mind went to, and then she picked up on it and we kept going, and it was like, you know, I just could remember this guy. Things could happen so quickly; you never know what's going to happen. Why be even upset about this month-long thing that just stopped? 
And it was just like a, a sample, like an example to show like what happened. Because then later we went to some uh, some hardcore shit. <laughs> we went deep. It yeah. kind of helped you take things that you think that are bad. It's a whole new perspective. Yeah. But it was also a warning because since like you're re- literally like reworking your brain, mm-hmm. you're going to have like, like it because like just because you leave the office doesn't I mean it stops. You're going to have like nightmares are going to go up. You're going to like be more reactive to things until like you're done with it. More like simplified to people who don't deal with trauma. Oh, it's for trauma. But I'm saying people who don't deal with trauma for them to relate like, oh, my God, bummed. You lost $20. Well, you could have lost a whole paycheck. Yeah. In hindsight, that's what that's kind of like the perspective. It it kind of like teaches you like, yes, you've been through this, but you've been through something worse. Um, and oh, it's you're kind of like a meditation thing. It kind of is because yes. it's not all. It's not also reworking like your conscious brain, but also your subconscious. Like you react differently to certain situations. You can be more relaxed. Meditation app that does that. Yeah, it's for, probably different. For, but oh, well, if, if anyone's listening to this and they went through, so I would look. It's EMDR. Just look it up. It, it's it's a good time. It's kind of like memory re- replacement, but it doesn't replace the memories. It just makes it. That's actually how she was saying it. We're not replacing memories, but they're we're just, just changing how you like look at them, how your yeah, mind. It's a perspective switch. I was going to say that pers- how your mind like perceives yeah. these memories. It just makes it more yeah. tolerable in a sense to where, yeah, it was bad, but you've had things that happened to you before that were worse, but what you think could be bad could have been worse. Ugh, neat. Yeah, it's fun. Fun time. You okay to do Capricorn now? Yeah. I look Capri Sun. It was it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. You went you went from uh Hardy Hard Hard to because oh, you were you know you were poking fun at Billy's. So I'm like, let me poke one of yours. And then you hit like something that I went through as a child, and then I put perspective as we have an eleven year eleven year old child now, and I went through my own trauma and I went through protecting my own. Yeah, child, this was not a fun one to actually research. it kind research. of merged together, and my emotions kind of took over to where, like, trauma versus mama bear, and I would never want anything to happen to me as a child happen to him. Yeah. Well, when I started, when I first wrote this, it was, like, before Halloween. It was October. I don't know, or when was it happened? I it was November. It was right around Halloween. It, it was not fun to research. Well, That's why it's only at two and a half pages, because I was like, I, I'm not going too much into this. Well, hard M's and hard R's. Yeah. Are very sensitive for me. Yeah. I'm still proud of ice cream poop. <laughs> and to have children within a time frame of things happening makes you realize how for me it makes me realize how lucky I was to su- to survive a certain time. Yeah. And it makes me realize how fortunate Cole is to have a normal childhood compared to where he was at his age compared to where I was. And it just puts things in complete perspective. Yeah. I think it's a thing for like anyone who has kids, you know, it's an important thing. Like, you know, keep an eye on them. Even if, you know, you're letting them out going to a, you know, like she just went to a Halloween party with her Girl Scout troop, have a plan, you know, and, and today, you know, it wasn't compacting, but today almost everybody has a, has a cell phone. We were talking about this tonight. Yeah. Yeah. How 
everybody in his class but one kid has a cell phone. It's very these you know, cell phones are more not so much of a a need. It's more of a want because it's different now than it was then. If cell phones were as popular as they are now, there'd probably be less trauma in the world <laughs> as there is different trauma. But yeah. Different trauma, but I, the world is very repetitive. It's just evolved in different ways. You know, but as a parent, your job is to create a better environment to not allow your child to go through anything that you went through. But as they grow up, they're going to be teaching their kids different traumas that they went through that we didn't have to deal with. It's, it's, it's a cycle. Yeah. But me and you have very similar opinions on how to raise children. So thank God (laughs) it makes things easier going forward. That's the Mai Tai, by the way, that'd be a bitch, wouldn't it? Having different complete. That's one of the things that kind of sold me on Anthony. Not that I didn't like completely attach myself to him right away, but both of us went through similar traumas growing up. But just different experiences. But we yeah, have- I got my ass beat as a kid, so I can relate to you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Dedication. Yeah, it really is. He did it for me. Um, no, but he, we both had we both went through similar upbringing, so it was like, yeah, we don't want these for our children, and it would just made things easier for us. But just listening to that story fucked me up. <laughs> so yeah, you're still making jokes. I'm like, it's. And then once, wait. You, once, you got to, worse. once you got to it gets worse, and I'm like, oh fuck. And then you made one more joke, and I'm like, you're not gonna like that. Yeah, then things went things went real south, and I'm not I'm not talking about Florida South. I'm talking I'm talking like took a right yeah. sharp turn to hell. Um especially my psyche, so it wasn't good. However, Capri Suns. It may be in my retrograde that I'm feeling so emotional. Um, Just kidding. I have no Capricorn. Um, Tis the season. Oh, okay. Tis the season to attack a co-host amongst other people who I love and cherish the most in the world. I am starting this year off with Capricorn. The Capricorn. Yay! The Capricorn is the tenth sign of the zodiac, which seems a little weird because it's the beginning of the year. Um, it falls under um, the Earth sign, which is after Sagittarius, but for, before Aquarius. I like to call it the mother of zodiacs. Um, I call it the mother of zodiacs because everybody who I know who's a who is a Capricorn is very wise yet mature, but has a lot to learn from hmm. as I go through uh, as I go through this stuff you'll understand and you'll you're gonna sit there and connect the dots babe. I'm gonna connect the dots I promise you you're gonna connect the dots to a certain Capricorn yep. in our lives you're gonna look into Billy yeah <laughs> like I said they, they do fall under the earth sign uh they these are usually associated to a more grounded Characteristics such as being stable or logical or level-headed. Not saying that our co-host Billy is stable, but 
when it comes to needing guidance or having a friend to lean on, he's kind of that person we go to. He kind of has all the right things to say to calm us down in our time of need. Except when he's drunk, because he, then he's usually the one leaning. No, no, no. He's usually leaning, but he, <laughs> his words are always wise. If I can't get a hold of you, like, like I said before, if I can't get a hold of you, my go-to person is Billy. Yay, I'm an emergency contact. <laughs> Yay! I would make you an emergency contact on my phone, but I know you don't like phone calls. <laughs> That's why my sister... That's a sacrifice I make. My sister... Who, I won't know the emergency Capricorn. number. And well. Yeah. I at least have one Capricorn in my emergency contact at all times. Uh, Capricorns are represented by the seagoat, uh, who is... Uh, cosmically, like a lifeguard of all the zodiacs. I don't know if you ever seen them, but they're like half goat, like half seahorse. Wait, so it's an earth sign, but its animal is a sea goat. We don't make sense. Just it fucking go with it. You can't even make a vegetable. Half, but they're like half seahorse, like half goat. I'm gonna look this up. They're half you... land, half sea, but they make complete sense. It doesn't make any sense at all, but it makes sense. Capricorn. Um, they have a very serious demeanor because they are always looking for out for others. Um, but they always have a wild side to them, which when they're all when they're like when they're not hanging out with others or when they're not playing parent, they like to cut loose and that's what it looks like. Fun. It looks like a goat that's yeah. also a chariot. It's a goat that's also a seahorse. That's a chariot. It's okay. Well, Got whatever it. you want to call it's it. But if you look at other images, it's half a seahorse. We hang out with Aquaman. Yeah, it's like Aquaman had sex with Hercules's heart. Oh, okay. Oh, well. Who made hey. the gliding gladiator Capricorns? <laughs> um, yeah, but they're they're usually the more mature, level-headed, but also sometimes they need other people to lean on. Um, while they are often thought to be too focused or on money or power because they like to be in charge, uh, the seagoat likes to share the good life with people who they care about. At the core, they are truly kind-hearted and sincere. Usually if those who, even if they don't have much, they like to extend anything they have to other people who they love and cherish because they feel like if they can give them Bill did rub my back the first time we met. Um, like Billy, there's another cat in our lives who, do a lot, who does a lot of that. Whose birthday is this weekend? Oh, Nicole. Yeah. Gives to others, even though she's in great charity. Um, my sister often gives more to people who don't deserve it. That's true. But when she does have it, she does give to other people. I half the time don't agree with it, but I like I, I rub it in people's faces when need be. Uh um, Colin took care of me when she definitely did not need to. I, listen, she's a, you guys you guys are underneath the same fucking sign, bro. I've seen I've seen Coley take care of people who she just met, she didn't know from a fucking she didn't know a fucking hair on their fucking head. And she this weird kid who just showed up at her house one day. 
Yeah, and I was invited by someone who's you know passed out downstairs. But, um... <laughs> but you know what? That's the way. That's her nature. That's the way people are. Uh, I mean, if Billy had the funds and the means to do so, he'd probably do the same thing for others. I mean, yes, hey, he takes. One care. of these days, one of these big parlays is gonna hit. Yeah, he's gonna buy himself some weed, and he's gonna right be like, now. you know what? That's what I'm saying. He's gonna he's gonna be like, you know what? I'm good. You know what? But these people have been good to me, so I'm gonna take care of them. That's that's their nature. I won't go to one right now unless the lightning fucks it up. Shut the fuck up. You leave my lightning alone. Anyways. Um like I said, they kind of represent a lifeguard of sorts. Um, you know, they're good when they're good, but they always swoop in and take care of other people when they need to. They have a very serious demeanor. They're always looking out for others. Um, but like I said, they do have a wild side. Uh, while they are often to be known to be as too focused and money-powered, they do like to share. Um, they're very kind-hearted and sincere at points. However, they're, they do have good sides to them. I'm, I can't talk shit on all Zodiac signs, although... Gemini is one of the most hated. Um, they, huh? For a reason. No. <laughs> you know what? You're gonna eat those words in about three paragraphs, okay, sir? <laughs> I know um, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he just took away your entire argument in one foul swoop. How generous of him! How generous of you! Capricorn so starts. <laughs> you shush. It starts at the end of the year, uh, December twenty first, twenty uh, first, and lasts all the way to January twentieth. So you're taking the good part of last year and mixing in it with a good part of this year. Their personality traits that are actually good traits are hardworking. They're persistent. They're creative. They tend to be very honest, reflective, protective, and sensitive. Uh. Capricorns are known as cardinal signs for anybody who doesn't know what cardinal signs it's means. A bird. No. It's not just a bird, sir. Meaning they, oh, oh. they are the start of the season. Oh. Uh, Capricorns start the winter solstice, which in other signs, Aries, like yourself, represent start spring, Cancer start summer, and Libra start fall. These are known as cardinal, uh, cardinal signs that associate with a sense of energy or urgency. These are more go-getters, whether or not they succeed. They're more people who like to go and they, they thrive to do something. They're more urgent so, to do things. me and Billy are also birds. You and Billy also thrive to do something that are positive. Doesn't always necessarily mean it's going to take off, but you have good intentions. Hey, That's I am chaotic good. You are a go-getter. In a sense, you are a go-getter. You're always someone who Damn likes right. to like do things, go ahead, we're going to do this. And that, that even though it fizzles out, you had the ambition to do it. Hey, not everything fizzles out. <laughs> uh, we're almost at a year into this podcast. Well, there's two other people involved. Sometimes a car, uh, sometimes a bird needs his motivator. A leader Capricorn and a stubborn-headed Gemini. A bird needs his worms, you know. <laughs> okay. Is it funny that the Capricorns always kind of like, eh, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> your you're a fucked up Capricorn, bro. Um, 
However, there are signs of the Zodiac that are compatible with the Capricorns. Uh, I do apologize if I am offending anybody. But the most compatible with the Capricorns are Taurus, Scorpios, and Virgos. So they get Virgo? I hate Virgos. I don't know any sign who agrees with a Virgo besides a fucking Virgo. Ugh, I hate I with a passion. I passion of the Virgo. I can't stand a Virgo. Can't stand them. Anyways, Capricorns relate to the following Earth signs. Just because they relate to them doesn't mean they're ne- necessarily compatible with them. But Taurus, Scorpio, and Virgos are uh, other Earth signs. So isn't Scorpio your um, Mortal Kombat character? Shut up, Scorpion. Yeah, Scorpion. That's what I mean. So he relates in a way. Just not in a way. Compatibility wise. In the video game, yes. Hmm. I love. No, no, no. Let me get this. Listen, we'll get there. Did he say Scorpion? Shush. She's his wife. It's an Aquarius. Don't disrespect her. Aquarius. Aquarius. They are highly sensitive. Oh shit! <laughs> they're very cold and opinionated, but they're sensitive. You leave her alone. I love her very much. I thought she was Aquarius, not Floridian. They're a fish <laughs> of sorts. They're from the water. Find an Aquarius. There's warm and cold spots of the water. Never underestimate them, because you don't know if it's warm water or pee. They're called Capricorn. I'm just saying his wife is an Aquarius. Don't underestimate her. Yeah, I have a Capricorn, you're an Aquarius or Aquarii, whatever they're called. They also tend to connect emotionally to Scorpios. Surprising compatibility sign for a Scorpio is a Gemini. These two signs get along because they both uh, get the need to hustle and achieve goals. Me and Billy connect together because we both desire the need to get through a party without actually connecting to humans. Oh, someone is a connect with Gemini. Um, actually, me and when me and Billy no met, when we first met, was the night that you got completely shit faced drunk. At that You're Halloween, welcome. That Halloween Look what party. I brought together. I saw the weirdest person in the room, and I, I'm like, I need to make friends with this guy. Why do you think I brought him? And he was playing fucking. Beer pong. I'm like, oh, what is this guy going to do with me? He looks like he could connect with me, but I'm going to attach myself to him. And the very next time we saw each other, guess what? One Kodak got completely fucking trashed. And he connected himself to me and attached himself to me. That's why That's why I got trashed that night. See, it went can... from Halloween to Super Bowl real quick. Yeah, I got trashed both those occasions so you guys can become lifelong friends. You're welcome. Oh, okay. I, I, made you, I appreciate your service. Thank you. Yeah, you are the reason Thank why you, me and Billy connected to each other to the hip. Billy, I'm just appreciate you that you just appreciate another you know, question a- anything. Okay. This is why we're this is why we're birds. I've said this before. Thank you. Can I get to the next paragraph, please? We're waiting. Not bird. <laughs> Which zodiac signs are least compatible with the Scorpio or with the Capricorn? Yeah, Capricorns. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, an Aries and a Cancer. I am a fucked up Capricorn, aren't I? You fight against odds, okay? 
Capricorns tend to butt heads with Aries because they're both likely to take charge. I've seen you guys. I've seen you. What does that mean? Uh, fantasy. That's just competitive brotherhood. That's competitive. Yeah. Just because they're in fantasy, that they get him, I want him to chuck in his own nutsack. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you're both competitive in your own nature. <laughs> You've seen us play the show. Okay. However, the other ones are cancers, which are very emotional and open, and Capricorns tend to hide in their own emotions. They cry so much. They do. I can't stand a fucking cancer, bro. I'm so emotional. Shut the fuck up. Very terminal. Anyways, Capricorns are always... (laughs) Capricorns, however, are always creative... They are always productive. They're working on different ventures. They can poke fun at themselves and laugh at their own selves before anybody else does. Sounds about right. It's it's defense mechanism, which speaks oh, like a squid. volumes to their sarcastic humor and demeanor. So, like ha ha ha, I have trauma. Ha 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 ha. ha. So like, you can laugh because I laughed at it. So they're basically like a comedic cuttlefish. Basically, they're like a pufferfish. Yeah. I'm stuck on the inside, but I'm gonna blow up and say, "Ha ha 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 ha!" I, got two names my I phone don't today. have feelings, but as soon as I go back to their normal size, they're like, "Oh, oh I can't my God, change I have that. feelings." I was gonna change his name in my phone to Cuddlefish, but now I can't. It's so Billy the Third. Shut up! But they're saying that they're very emotional beings, but they like to laugh at themselves to make it easier for others. They don't allow others to offend them because they're going to laugh at themselves first before you assault them. That's fair. I can see that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it sounds like I got Capricorn here. Oh, I'm weird. <laughs> Go ahead. Say I'm weird because I already laughed at it, bitch. I'm just okay. defeated all the time. Yeah, you're always – yeah, it's like, <laughs> go ahead. It doesn't hurt me because I already laughed at myself. Um, however, they do have negative traits. I love you, Billy. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they are very critical. Sometimes uh, Capricorns are highly negative of others. They expect others to abide by their laws that could place pressure on their near ones. Doesn't sound like any Capricorns. I know. No laws. Uh, laws. Um, they're very melancholy. There are many occasions where the Capricorn can appear sad or discouraged, but they want you to see that they're sad and discouraged, so they want someone to make them happy. Oh my God, you're sad. You're depressed. Let me make you happy. So you're not sad. All right, and I quit this podcast. <laughs> They're over serious. Capricorns reserved an attitude and their serious demeanor can make them look standoffish and stiff to a point that we're just, they're just unpleasant. Like you don't want to be near them because they're like, huh, you can't assault me, bitch. They don't want to be, no, they're I over serious. I look like a dick so people leave me alone. Suspicious. They're very suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. Capricorns are very skeptical when other things are too simple. And when things go too well, they're always waiting for the other fucking foot to drop. Um, Me? They dislike, no. <laughs> they, they dislike and believe that someone always has it out for them. Um, Capricorns are also known for being very unforgiving. Uh, one of their very hidden traits that they don't let people know of, that they they have the very unforgiving character. If you do something to them 10 years from now, just because they <laughs> forgive you 
doesn't mean they're going to forget. Which I can name a couple people that Billy's recently forgive, but he won't forget the shit that they pulled. I love you. Oh. Yeah. Now for my favorite part of the Zodiac cover. Wait, wait, wait. They always <laughs> believe that someone's out to get them. Rose, do you hate me? No, Billy, I there love you. I tell you at least three times a month. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the reason why we should make a whole entire segment out of this. <laughs> do you hate me? It's just pretty socially awkward people. Do you Are you mad me? at me? Says every Capricorn everywhere. However, this <laughs> uh, once again brings me to my favorite huh. part. Does that mean Gabby's a Capricorn? No. Oh. She's a Taurus. She's one of the worst. Wow. She cries at everything. Doesn't mean she thinks everybody hates her. But I love her. And and yes, Jules, I know you listen religiously. I love Moist. you too. Oh, that's disrespectful. <laughs> I love you. I wouldn't replace you for anything. You're one of my favorite fruits, but I, I Tauruses are the worst. I love you. You're born in May. Anybody born in May is amazing. I love you. Don't hate me. However, <laughs> take three. Now for my favorite Kodiak coverage. <laughs> Famous Capricorn serial killers. On TMZ. Da, 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 da. All right. I put my top three. I did a lot of research on these, but I picked three. And I think one of them you might notice. The first one, uh, <laughs> Dr. Harold Shipman. Oh, I know him. Born January 14th of 1946 <laughs> in Nottingham. Uh, he died January 13th, 2004. He is known as one of history's most infamous serial killers. He was a general practitioner. He had believed to kill over 200 of his patients before being caught by the police. He was ultimately sentenced to life in prison for 15 of the murders, but committed suicide in prison, which is a scapegoat. He's a little bitch. Uh, Number two. What? 200. He, he had drive. I mean, yeah, but then he got caught and he's like, oh my god, it's just too much pressure. Oh, However. However, number two. Dean Horl. Born December 24th. It was the night before Christmas when this man was born on 1939 in Fort Wayne, Indiana. He died August 8th of 1973. He was known as the Candyman, a serial killer along with his as his accomplice, uh, David Brooks and Elmer Henley, was responsible for the grisly Houston mass murders, group kidnappings, assault, and strangulation, or shot of at least 28 young men and boys. Does this sound familiar? Sure does. Another fun episode I got to do. It was one of our <laughs> serial killer episodes or slasher episodes during our October months, known as Canada. He was also known as a very famous Capricorn serial killer. So making his second debut in our full Sun Rejects, 
So if he was Candyman as a Capricorn, would that make him a candy corn? You shut the fuck up. <laughs> you no, would. we bring fucking candy canes, you dick. <laughs> candy corn. Don't ruin things for me. <laughs> yeah, every other day. You made me fat. <laughs> you did make me fat. You put a baby you put in You made me pregnant, and then you got me fat. Ugh. Boop. You. You made me fat because you got pregnant and I gained sympathy weight. No, you made me fat because I actually had home-cooked meals and I just ate them. I'm sorry. And I became sedentary. I'm sorry no one fed you before. I came like a rock along the river. I just <laughs> continued to grow and grow. I'm sorry no one gave you proper love, kindness, and food before me. Damn Schuylkill County. Just liquor. <laughs> just liquor. Last hey, but not... Last but not least on my serial killer rampage for my top three famous serial killers underneath the Capricorn sign is Marcel Pitrol. Born January 17th of 1897. He was born in France. He died May 25th during the Gemini season of 1946. While he was diagnosed with mental illnesses as a child, he was a French physician. Okay, first of all, if you're going to be diagnosed with mental illnesses of a child, you're going to go later on get your doctor degree to treat people. Shouldn't that be a red flag? Don't a lot of therapists themselves have uh, mental illnesses? I'm not going to talk about this because I have a really good relationship <laughs> with my therapist. I'm okay, saying. sir? However, Are you going to you school to be a therapist? <laughs> You shut your whore, Capricorn mouth. Oh no, my surgeon has anxiety. However, this guy, he was known as Dr. Satan, allegedly killed almost 60 people. He dar- he targeted Jew-fleeing Nazi-occupied France. Okay, talk shit, Billy, in your 1%, Anthony. 2%, thank you. 1.8%, Anthony. By ejecting them with poison, stole their belongings, and hid their bodies in his basement. He was guillotined for his crimes. Guillotined. The L's are silent. Just like they were, because, you know, they lost their heads. Just like your rights of your Jewish ancestors. They never really had much rights. Yeah. So no. shush. Yeah, yeah. That's, Ever. But, <laughs> silence! The Jews are nature scapegoat. Okay, anyways. Um, that is all that I have for our Capricorn Zodiac signs. Uh, due to the nature of our very own co-host, Billy, the bat being a Capricorn, I want to know, on a scale of 1 to 10, how attacked do you feel? Did you base those traits off of just how Billy acts? No, I base it off of Capricorns in general because you gotta think my sister is also a Capricorn with a birthday on this weekend of the three wise men. She falls under a lot of these categories as well. She's strong, independent when she she shares her wealth with other peoples, but expects the same thing in return and disappointed when people don't give it to her. She's very she has a very big heart. But she has false expectations. It's very, it's very, 
I love her with everything in my being, but you guys are very wishy-washy in a sense that you, you do things out of goodness of your own heart, but if, if it's not reciprocated, you feel like you reject. Am I wrong? No, nah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So on a scale of one to 10, did I nail the accuracy of your Zodiac sign and how attacked do you feel? Being a co-host. I mean, I know the compatibility ones and the Virgo one. Never. I dated a Virgo. Worst time of my life. Same. As for the traits and characteristics, yeah. Well, most of it. I'm not, you know, leadership. You do I just kind of go along with the flow. I mean, considering your guys's um recent found in employment and how you love it you found yourself a way of finding yourself where you find your strengths and you've made yourself excel in it so in a way you did find yourself showing your leadership in something you love working towards that raise again i mean compared to just doing your day-to-day you found something you loved and you're excelling in it yeah, no, I, I can't complain. So, in a way, you are compatible. I mean, everybody has their own. I mean, yes, there's multiple signs that have the same characteristics because Anthony's an anti-believer. But a lot of these things, when you look at it, you see yourself doing things. Or if you didn't see yourself doing these things, you have faith or have the, the courage to do so because you feel like it's in your nature. All right, I see you. I see you, and I see you thriving. I love you. I love you, too. Do you this, hate me? This is No. <laughs> this is why we're compatible. I boost you where you're weak. Just because we're not com- completely compatible doesn't mean that we don't see each other's strengths. <laughs> no, that's Aries over here who doesn't believe in anything trying to bring you down. I believe. I don't know. I don't know. him down. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Can't wait for next year. Every single day, ignoring all feelings, to talk about the dumbest shit in this world, okay? Besides you talking about how you're going to beat him in fantasy. Yeah, well, fuck him when it comes to that. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, no, he can straight go fuck himself up that week. I, I hope you. he subs his pinky toe. I love you. And as somebody who believes in the Baltimore Ravens, I, I hope want- his socks are moist tomorrow. No matter what, Perry. I I hope he goes to watch that game and the audio is just lagging enough for him to notice. <laughs> oh, no. See, that's a way well, a lot worse than I thought I was going to say. I was going to say, I hope Lamar has to shit his pants. He's not playing. Okay. Well, yeah, then no. I hope. I'll go to the bathroom. I hope. not playing. Uh, no, I was going to say, I hope Flowers pulls his Achilles. I don't think he's playing either. They're, no, they're, they're playing most of their back starters. Okay, then I hope Rudolph sends it. <laughs> there we go. Third time's a charm. With his nose <laughs> so bright. Can you imagine the 13-3 and three Baltimore Ravens losing to a fourth string quarterback? <laughs> Yeah, because they're already the best best team in the uh, AFC. 
slash fourth because I think a lot of people would have rather dropped somebody else in Rudolph. However, that concludes my uh, Capricorn season. Which means we can get out of here under two hours. Woo! Woo! Can't wait for Anthony to edit this. Who says I am? You. I had to pee, but I didn't want to make you pause. <laughs> I appreciate it, but we'll get out here quick as I realize I didn't finish typing out an intro. <laughs> well, guys, that's it for us. Yeah, that's going to do it for us here at the Full Sand Rejects. Uh, don't forget to uh, keep a lookout for our Feedback Fridays and all of our other posts on social media. Uh, please uh, feel free to uh, follow us if you enjoy us or, you know, rate us. That helps us as well too. you know, spread the word a little bit. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next week, we will be doing... you guys know you're doing next week? Nope. Awesome. Yeah. Really? What do you got? Stanford. Yeah, we, we, we talked about that. And hopefully, I'll be we doing did. Agent Orange as long as I get these uh, first town accounts. We're going to get spicy. <laughs> Until then, enjoy your week and full-on send it. Full-fucking send, fucking send it. Send it. Fuck the Ravens. <laughs>